Hey everybody, welcome back to the Vorloff Hour. We're here with the goddamn Cabco boys. That is Court Avenue Brewing Company for those who are not in the know. You may have heard of them. Howdy doody. Considering they were on the IO Craft Beer Festival episode too. They were. This is true. We were. And but yeah. We're in recording in the same space. Not on that same day. Not on no. the same day, but in the same space. We this are is, not at Capcom. Not, this is not right before a D&D session either. Right. That's true. This is our no. safe space. We're here to, uh, you know, experiment with our yeah. our, our creative minds and emotions. Yeah, because Capco right now, it's show season, so they're busy AF. Oh, yeah. We're, oh, yeah. Yeah, we're, uh, we're thankful for the shows. It brings in quite a few uh, oh. folks. And oh. we're here with, of course, Jack. Hello. And our guests, we got Dustin. Howdy doody. And Mason. Hello. The brew team from Court Avenue Restaurant Brewing Company, although we prefer Court Avenue Brewing Company. Yeah, Capco. That's how they are to us. Yeah. But we're here in Mason's basement because it's quiet. It's nice. It's safe. We're Bearing it up. We just had a bunch of glizzies straight to the dome. I domed a few. I did dome a couple. Uh, is there any other way to do a glizzy? Straight um, to the face. Raw dog it. <laughs> One gulp. You could do it. You could do it. A uh, hot dog competition style, where you Ugh. soak the bun in the thing. And like, see, I they don't put condiments on those dogs, right? They no. don't. Well, I don't condiments, they do. Do condiments they even, are not efficient. Do they even enjoy a dog at this point no. in their lives in those competitions? No. 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 Why they, would you? There's no pleasure on their face when they're. So what happens to the dogs after the competition? So it can't be a pleasurable. They vomit. They also, have to all pee. Right, exactly. I, yeah. I, I, I so just, hot dogs aren't good to and they're them. they're also skinny. I also don't mm. want to have to work out to eat a lot. No. It's just wild. Those I guys mean, are, a lot of them, super muscular and weird stomachs. Of all the reasons to get famous, you know, to eat a bunch of glizzies. Hey, and, you know, sucking down wieners. Yeah. How many glizzies do you think you could gob? How many, like, like how... How much no, time? No one's sitting. You got, you got two, two hours. Two hours. Oh. Okay. Are we talking like foot-long glizzies? Are we no, talking, I'm talking like, like the ones we like just your had? standard okay. gliz. It's a regular gliz. Yeah, just a regular gliz. Right. I, I could probably put down 12. 12 is a, 12 12, is a good yeah, number. So I was going to say so about that's, 10. That's 10 one every five minutes in an hour, right? Oh, my. Oh, you're saying over two hours? Over yeah, two, two hours. hours. Oh, 10 yeah. Minutes one every 10 minutes. Gliz. I just, your yeah. stomach's going to get so mm. full. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It Do would. I have to have a bun? Can I eat yeah, it? Yeah, no, you got to have the bun. You got to okay, yeah. Well, I would stuff. imagine then probably 12. Yeah, you would be eating them quicker at the beginning, and then as you feel gorged, you will, you know, slow down and taper off. Yep. 12? 12 is a lot. It is so much bread. It's a lot of bread. That's the one thing I'm worried about. It was just a. A naked hot dog. I well, if I could double decker, things, no problem. right? So I get twelve dogs, six buns. No, 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 no. Wait, so a bun two dogs. Per, a bun. No, 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 no. You can't do this. What's wrong with Because you have to have a bun per dog. I think you do. Yeah. Because the but, whole thing is the, the Nathan's competition. I think that, you gotta, that changes your number at the end. Because that's one hot dog. I would. Oh, say. Oh, is it? You know, what I'd say that's a double decker dog. Mm. You, that's one thing on a restaurant's menu. Yeah, but it it has two. It's one item. It's one food item, a double-decker dog. All right. I could do eight. Double-decker dogs? No, I could do eight glizzies in two hours, probably. That's four an hour. That gives you a bunch of time. I guess it depends on uh, if there's any performance-enhancing drugs that are involved. What would that be for? Like, if you, you you know, if you drank 
uh, some beers. You'd be fuller. You would be, but what if they were like crispy boys and you forgot your limits? Yeah, you're hungry. Mm hmm. Fair. Or you've had some of that special herb. Right. I, I guess I was oh. trying not to be the first person to bring that up. But yes, that I, is. I, I uh, never come, like, I never think about it. You would imagine that in the professional eating realm, that that would be a performance enhancing drug. I would think so. I mean, I don't know if it would help me eat more hot dogs. It might make you eat slower. Yeah. But no, could you eat more? If you're hungry. I don't know. I guess or I if did. You're, maybe it just increases mm. your desire, no, but not I think your capacity. It, it releases the feeling in your tummy. I don't know. I've definitely eaten a lot when I've been on the herb. Right. Well, for sure. We, instead of talking about these glizzy, these beautiful glizzy boys that we just ate, yeah. maybe we should talk about what we're drinking. What yeah, are we drinking, right. Dustin? We are drinking Radiant Bloom. Um, it is a session hazy with uh it has citra mosaic as as most hazies do um but then it has a couple other i think brew ones in it and some nectar on so we kind of threw some fun things at it at the dry hop um but yeah it uh it you know we fermented it with juice second generation juice imperial it was expensive but you know we were able to get several beers out of that pitch so but before we talk about the beer, even though we just talked about this beer, we need to talk about their journey to Cab Cow. That's oh. fair. I, we just know them so well. The vibes. The vibes sure. Are everybody very knows. Everybody knows how we got to where we are, right? No. Um, yeah, it's been it's been quite quite the uh, the arduous journey <laughs> for me. I started, you know, under James. James gave me the opportunity about two years, actually two years ago on the June 4th, it was. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I became James's assistant and his, uh, cellarman, um, you know, really put in the elbow grease and things of that nature, cleaning kegs, getting bonked in the head by kegs and taking wrenches to the eyes and, you know, all the, the classic things that go with taking be, a very being blunt object to the eye. That was one day I just, you know, it was my fault. I wrenched the wrong way. So you guys are working on a system that definitely has its charm. Right. I worked on it. So we, yeah, I mean, we could definitely get into it. Right, but it yeah. is very much a, it's a, and like we've talked to Mike at Reclaim. Shout out Mike. He is working on a very similar system, but it is definitely a bear to work with. But it makes the beer that you make that much more special. Is right. It's a, what I've always maintained. Yeah. It's very hands-on, uh, the whole process. So no rakes. Nothing fancy, uh, just you're starting like 700 pounds of grain, yeah. Just two big dudes Hands. in a small brew house, you know, yep, on display for, for all to see. Well, you guys are bigger dudes than I am, so right. like both of you guys going out of mash, oh, probably way more efficient. If we try, if we try to get through the brew house side by side, we have to be butt, butt to butt, yeah. That's, for those of you who are at home listening and not watching us, because this is a, an audio format, uh, I am six foot four. I fucking nailed it the other night. Oh, you're right. Pounds. Yeah. <laughs> and Dustin, how, how I'm tall six, are you? I'm six one and probably you know two ninety five. So so we're we're big guys. So yeah, getting through some of those tight spaces is is uh, a trial yeah, at times. But wise, we figured it out. A wise man once told me that uh, Court Avenue was built by people who absolutely love beer. Um, but not necessarily are thinking about, you know, the space of big brewer men. 
I think that's a pretty normal thing when people build yeah. a brewery, especially right. in yeah. a small space. It's just like you you plan, you can plan, you can plan, you can plan, mm-hmm. but then when it comes to actual fruition, you go, huh? It yeah. could have been a bit bigger in they, here. They right. assume that person isn't drinking beer every day and eating like garbage. Right. <laughs> right. If you didn't want me to be this size, then why is the fish and chips free to me? Okay. Why is it so good? Yeah. I mean, we have a lot of good menu items as well. So Oh, for sure. Pizza, and like the Capco, wings. oh, the wings are the honestly wings are fantastic. If we did a rush more of wings in Iowa, I think Capco would be on the top four. Capco yeah. was definitely up there back when I moved to Des Moines, uh, and I was a server and bartender. It was, I think, Monday or Wednesday? Sunday. Is it Sunday now? Sunday. Ooh. It didn't always use it. Whatever day it was. Wing day or whatever? Yeah. It's Sunday. Well, like, well, do we back still when have I, wing day? I don't know if we still well, have. Well, it doesn't it's matter. It's like 95 back, cent wings okay. or whatever. Back when I was there, a group of servers and whatever, we'd just be like, and we're done with work. Let's go get some wings. Yeah. Wings. Wings and beer. Well, and let's let's talk about positions here. So you are now head brewer, Dustin. Indeed. And Mason, you're assistant brewer, or just brewer, and marketing. Yeah, right? yep. So I'm like brewer slash marketing slash seller. Uh, kind of a jack of all trades, I suppose, yeah. is a good and way to put it. And this is your third brewery. You've, yeah, you've rose up the ranks. Uh, if that's how you want to put it, uh, <laughs> I think I, I, you know, I traveled around until I found found a good spot that fit. And and we were, needs. you know, we were kind of uniquely you. uniquely positioned with him, with the skills that he's had from the previous jobs at breweries. You know, he at yeah. reclaimed. You know, your skill as you know running all that stuff behind Front the house. bar. Yeah, yeah, I definitely. Um, so I at reclaimed I was tapper manager. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was doing all front of house. Um, had some foray into sales, and um, you know also did the social media there. And then I was at Brightside for a little while, and I was assistant brewing there, um, and learned a lot from Andrew. Uh, shout out to Brightside. And then whoop, whoop. Uh, the opportunity came to work with Dustin at Capco, and it just seemed to work out the best. For sure, we're glad. I'm glad to have you. I mean, especially it, it became glaringly obvious when you went on vacation. I was like, oh, there's no way Works. one man can do this. Yeah, working solo dolo is never yeah. a good time, especially for like an extended period of time. Yeah, it, uh, you know, I, it was refreshing, though, um, to get back into that groove of cleaning kegs and doing things of that nature, kegging things down. It's almost like meditative in a way. Where it's like, oh, I can just literally put on a podcast or music, and then there's a two, three hour chunk of my day just disappeared. Yeah. Unless you have that, I don't want that. Poof. There's certainly something to be said about repetitive right work at times. Is get to uh, the flow state. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like For a sure. runner's high, but yeah. it's a, a a kegging high. <laughs> For sure, it's none of the CO two that's off gassing or anything <laughs> like that. I, yeah, well, From I purging the kegs. <clears throat> No. So brewers whip it. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's it's slow it's slow happening you, that, It's not immediate. The uh, atmosphere meter in the corner is going off beeping, but you're just jamming out, you can't hear it. Right. But so you guys, you know, Cabco, geez, what is it? Is it year twenty seven this year? Uh we started in ninety eight. I think it is twenty seven. So it'd be it'd be twenty seven. Twenty seven. So there's yeah. multiple brewers that were there. Lots of faces. So how? Yeah, you're right. So Mike Godier mm-hmm. was there. Mm-hmm. 
You had Brian Vaughn. Mm-hmm. I don't need to name them all, but Aaron. We're, I think sorry, Aaron, I just named the one close to me. Yeah, so I would. Well, I think Dustin, you're like number twelve, big or twelve, thirteen, something like that. Yowza! Because it was you, it was me, it was Aaron, it was Brian. Yeah, it was Kevin Hall. Um, well, and then when we were doing, we were doing research, not research, but we were kind of looking back research. into the Capco history and we found another brewer. I forgot her name right now. Allison. Yeah. yeah. Allison was there. There's Godier, Brian Fox. There's Zimmerman. There's so many people. Right. There's just some random Scottish guy, apparently that Neil was talking about. Yeah. Just like Neil's the GM. Um, not think, our good buddy Neil. I think he was deal, smoke. But, that guy was smoking in the green room. He would smoke while yeah. the smoking younger folk would yeah room. throw stuff around. But like, <laughs> there's a lot of people there. But and they've all made their mark, right? You know, we've gotten legendary beers such as the Pointer Brown, which I would still point to as probably one of the best English Browns. Period. It just not a wide distribution, so it really doesn't get talked about a lot. Um, Honest Lawyer. Um, yep. You know, there was the Wig White, rest in peace. Rip. Yeah. Um, you know, there's other things that were added along the gears, but like what? How do you want to make your mark? I mean, they're one of my major goals with it, and there has been in the past, um, at Cupco, there's been like the boogeyman of like weird, funky beers. Mm-hmm. Um, anything that has Brett or Pediococcus or anything wild and funky. Um, they kind of frown on because apparently I've, I've heard the horror stories of, oh, the entire brewery got infected and, you know, they had to bring in hazmat suits and, yeah. you know, crash it's, and burn it all. It's almost apocryphal at this point. Right, right. You know, so, but. We weren't there. Yeah. But. And at the same time, it's like now that there is more uh, big players in that arena, there's more people giving advice about you know, equipment and needs as far as cleanliness that I think, um, you know, we definitely have the space for it. So I kind of, that's the, that's what I kind of want to foray into as far as making my mark is, you know, starting a a Capco wild program. Capco gone wild. Yeah. I got, you know, I got, I've always been into Pokemon. So I got to catch them all. And I kind of see yeast and, and other microbes and similar fashions. So, so you want to eat and drink the yeast stuff just like you wanted to eat the Pokemon. Right, yes. They look delicious. Mm. Are you telling me you steak? don't look at a Tauros and you're like, damn. That'd make one that good slaps. bison burger. Right. Mill tank? Probably delicious. Ooh, good but also you could get cheese. You could get every uh nutrient you need. There's there's salad Pokemon. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's an ice cream cone for dessert. They're yeah, all, vanilla yeah, ice. What do the uh, what do the vegans in the Pokemon world eat? They uh, eat Leafeon, bro. But that's Bulbasaur. but that's a yeah, Bulbasaur. they're a living, that's thing. A living, they're a living thing. Yeah, they clip the top of Bulbasaur off the big bulb and they like <laughs> right. chop it no! up. Or what is the what do people do with like uh, romaine would hearts? Like that would be like, like a Brussels. Sprout, what do they do right? with romaine yeah, hearts like where you just like sprout, cut yeah. it in half? A uh, uh, a wedge salad or whatever. Yeah, they do that with Bulbasaur. Can I say one thing about wedge salad? Yeah. Fuck wedge salad. Yeah, Have you they're making it? you do all the work. Yeah, right? why am it's I not paying convenient. you for this? Yeah, I saw when I was at Nolens, brought it up twice a day. I watched a lady order a wedge salad. They handed mm. her, and it was mm. literally half a whole head of salad chopped in half, and it's just this huge wedge with barely cut 
other vegetables on top of it and a side of dressing. I'm like, that looks like the worst experience I could ever have in my life. Oh, my God. You know what would be a great concept? Someone order, orders a wedge salad, but they give you the hand basket you get at, like, Hy-Vee or whatever. <laughs> and literally in there is a bottle of salad dressing, a little packet of, like, rotisserie chicken, and, like, a bell pepper, an onion, and a head of lettuce. Still wrapped. Yeah, still wrapped. <laughs> no, they literally went there. <laughs> like, that's why it takes half an hour to get. And they bring it back. They're like, here you go. It's not even just deconstructed. It was never constructed into anything at all. No, you could have paid $20 less and you could have went there and got it. It's for people who would like to eat their salad like a steak. There, right? People have made salad beer. Do you want to get into that? Oh, no. There's salad beer? Yeah. So um, the original Flix brewer named Justin Rizzo works at, uh, man, it's Octopus something up in Seattle. It's oh. like it's got an octopus name of octopi. sorts. It's not Octopi, but it's something similar to that. And one of the big things he did his first year was salad beer, and it was a Gruet. It has to be a Gruet, obviously. And it tasted exactly like a salad. And no offense, Justin, you're out there not listening to the Iowa Guild podcast, but (laughs) you nailed it on the flavor, but that should not be a beer flavor. I made a kale saison once. Mm. How'd that turn out? Awful. Yeah. (laughs) It tastes exactly like you would think. Nice and bitter. Super bitter. We smoked the kale. Oh, wow. To like make it chips. more bearable. At the same time, I've had uh, one of the weirdest beers I've had at from Jester King was a um, it was a beer that had coffee roasted beets, which sounds. I'm um, a beet boy. I love beets. beets I know, beer but is good. just like mm. I, you know, extreme earthiness is what I think. Um, but combined with their kind of minerality of their water and like you know, obviously the sourness of their house culture. It was very, uh, it was actually kind of bright and, and fun, almost like if there was raspberry in it, it the color, and maybe I'm being front loaded by the color. Cause that's, you know, it was very well, red. Coffee from the can beets. be fruity. You're right. You're right. True. Mm-hmm. And yeah. beets are brilliantly. Colored. Right. So in my mind, coffee and beets does not sound delicious at all, but on the off chance, this just happened to be. So you haven't been able to brew your sour beers yet? No. But no. what would you say your favorite or beer you're most proud of so far? And then Mason, yeah, I guess you can a have great one idea. too. Um, yeah, I guess Mason can have one. Thank I you mean, both. Thanks. It could be the great. same one. It could be different. <laughs> right. I mean, I I am pretty you know critical as as a lot of us brewers are of our own work. But I would say that um, this last iteration of Earthbound is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I heard um, about it. It's like that, and personally, I liked the Kolsch that we made. Sports the Imperial Kolsch. Yeah, because it was a bit big. Yeah. Uh, you know, so we had we had some, like, really good phantom efficiency and extracted a lot of sugars. Um, we kind of figured that out, you know, as we went. But, yeah, it was just a bit big, but I actually enjoyed it. It was Omega's Kolsch 2 yeast. And I'd never used that, but it almost had, and not in a negative way, not like a acetaldehyde type of like green apple, right? It had like a red apple fruit or like stone fruit, red apple type of thing to it. Sure. Expressive. Yeah. That I was like, just so faintly, but I just love that about it. It was exciting to me. Yeah. And uh, my favorite, uh, I kind of flipped back and forth. I guess my my favorite and I think one of the more unique beers that we've done uh, in our tenure is Blunderbussin, which is a tropical stout, uh, which is not 
does not mean we put tropical fruit in it. It is called a tropical stout because of where it comes from geographically. Um, but it's a, a very like pretty light stout, uh, not in color. It's definitely dark, but it's low ABV, uh, really, really nice roasty notes, um, a, a little bit of sweetness to it. Um, it's a stout that's kind of designed for hotter weather. Um, and you just don't, I haven't seen a lot of those right. tropical stouts out there. So pretty proud of how that turned out. Also, uh, Radiant Bloom, I think, is probably the one we've been drinking the most. It's good. Um, yeah, it's a session hazy. Uh, I feel like it's kind of where Dustin and I kind of cracked oh, for the sure. haze Yeah, um, that, that we, we have all come to love. Yeah. Um, and it's just super refreshing and super light. There's a lot of pressure. I mean, just given this, you know, the status that, that James brought Capco up to, there's quite a bit of pressure, especially with the hazies. I was like, I really just don't want to let, not even that I w- don't want to let the customer down. I was like, I don't want to let James down, <laughs> you know, like, well, I don't think you guys have, Oh, I, I know mean, I'm just saying, but that's always like in the back of my mind, something well, like that. Yeah, you don't want to get that untapped review. That's like is, the old brewer was better. Uh-huh. They don't, we have received anything. one email about uh honest lawyer. Oh yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, well and, but you, uh, we were, I was talking about this on the last I guess the last episode before the us, it was like an hour it. and a half. Yeah. <laughs> the listener will have known this. Um, but we were talking about Honest Lawyer and that you took the jump I never did. I didn't have the courage to do it. But you Get actually made Honest mall. Lawyer good. Well, it's like <laughs> I just took the caramel mall yeah, out. Yeah, I just slowly. Oh, shock. Oh, no. I slowly took the caramel mall well, out and all the. the when Dustin know. and I were brewing it, I. I halved it because it was like two bags of caramel malt and like a, a seven red barrel. IPA almost. It in was color, right? yeah, yeah, it was very red, and so I'm like, well, we need some of the color, and it's like still put it in there, and it would just never because the last batch Aaron brewed was like I don't know if it didn't quite attenuate, but it was like a little sweeter, and it was so fucking good, mm. and so I was kind of chasing that high. I was like, maybe if I can get that, it'd be fine, right? But then I just started taking the caramel out because I started having more modern interpretations, which we started to enjoy a lot, especially the boys that like reunion make pretty good uh, really West do. Coast stuff, too. So it was like, kind of want to do that. But I never was like, because I never want to mess with the color. But you did. You guys did. At some and point, like the batch that's on journey. tap right now, too, is like, oh, this is like good modern West mm-hmm. Coast where it's like, yeah, the color's different, but it's doesn't have that. Like the all the caramel mall, which like, and then when the beer ages too, it almost like reads as like oxidation. Mm-hmm. If you're like, and that's not something I want to drink. No, it's especially like, not an IPA. No, and like right. that honest oil you guys brew now is much better. I I, I appreciate it. Um, it's uh, it's definitely you know like we've only heard the one the one person, and it was literally the one person that buys kegs of it. You know, well, for, for themselves. For, yeah. And he still bought it. He still oh, bought okay. it. And, you know, we had a very pleasant discord with him. Um, we Times are changing. You, you know, got to change. Get update. Yeah. Right. We, and that's what we explained. We explained that, you know, we made the stylistic choice mm. to go for a more modern interpretation of it with, you know, it's a little bit drier. It doesn't have those big multi backbone mm. thing. And it has a lot of, you know, sea, classic sea hop. Floral yeah. and citrusy. Right. Like, it's really nice. I got a yeah. question for you guys, Capco guys, all everyone else besides Nathan and myself. Um Correct me if I'm wrong. It also used to be barrel aged for like a month or something like no, that. No, 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 no. That was this is before Dustin and Mason. That was um, 21st Amendment. Oh, yeah. which was also that was a rye IPA then, or it was it like was a, it, 
for some reason they called it a rye pale ale. You can talk to Godier about this. Okay. But I'm pretty sure he's that the one that came up with it. That might be where I'm getting my wires crossed. The names but, are like 21st Amendment, lawyer. Right. You know, but this right. was like, it was 21st Amendment. I only brewed it once, and I, I said I would never do this again because it's a waste of my time. It was... I'm coming out and saying I don't give I don't care who comes after me. But like, I don't think they care because they don't make the beer anymore, do they? We don't, no, know, we've carried on like, the tradition of not dude, brewing. You that. would you would brew this rye pale ale, quote unquote, but it'd be like seven and a half, eight percent, and then you would put it into barrels. It would sit there for three months and then you'd pump it out. Three months. A hoppy <sighs> beer, which used like citra and stuff, like the recipe that Aaron gave me, and then you yeah, you would whatever carbonate or whatever, and then the people only drank it because it was like eight percent. Right. And like, give me the 21st Amendment because people would buy the mug club and they would put it full mugs. Oh, and so you could get okay. 24 ounces of an 8% beer that tasted like whiskey. Yeah. So you guys we, haven't brewed it? No. No, no dude, we, it's a we waste don't, of, well, We don't plan on doing that either. Well, it's because I'm not going to say it's just because, but I mean, like, I stopped doing that because I wanted the barrel hallway for actual cool stuff. Right. And me and Dustin reinvigorated the barrel program. I started a little bit, but then once Dustin came on, we were like, let's just go nuts. Yeah. That's when we started like talk to way more people, got more involved in the industry. Right. And then I know you and Mason are, are still holding that up too, where it's like, dude, if we get a cool barrel, I'm not putting yeah, a brown like, in it. I'm not. Oh, it was fresh barrels that this beer was going into? It was going into miss it was going into I'm not gonna say who it is, but it was going into barrels we had a we had a, like a partnership with. Um, which I the last barrels that we got of that, that's where I put Polaris Breach in. Yeah, yeah. And that was my first barrel age mm-hmm. release, and that shit was awesome. Right. And then after that is when we started doing bigger, thicker boys. Right. And we started to get, because our restaurant association, Cabco, has a very cool connection where they're able to get, like, really awesome barrels. So, right. And you guys are way more set up. We definitely do. It's, a, it's, a, it's certainly a gift and a curse, right? So, like, we'll receive barrels... Um, well, like Weller. Yeah. And they're and great like, barrels, right? Yeah. We'll receive them. Sometimes we don't receive them in like good timing. And we're like, oh, well, good thing I kept four kegs of yeah, uh, exactly. stout base from this last time that we made, you know, a big stout. Um, but that's not always the case. Uh, and I, you know, I'm of the personal belief that I'm not going to throw something thin in it anymore. Yeah. That's not that's not what, you know, going forward, Capco barrel aged beers is going to be about except where we do have a fair amount of things that aren't huge in barrels right now we do well, have like, the brown want, we have like, the winter ale yeah exactly it's like are you more like wanting it to be like more wood driven or do you want it to be more i want to tone down some of the thickness and like these modern beers so like, i i like the thickness so you're down with the thickness yeah i uh i am a supporter of uh, the uh, thickness no i mean like both right it's like because right. like the winter warmer going in there like Kind of knew it was going to be more wood driven, right? And so well, when it comes out, it's going to be delicious, right? And and it was a Is good that beer slap. I think it was a good choice for that. Um, also, it was like the right choice at the moment, you know, just for what we had on hand. As far as we just got a surprise barrel, and we have to fill it within yeah. a few days, or else you know our dry basement will make it creaky and croggy, and uh, you know it'll leak like the Dickens. Yeah, then it's just firewood. Yeah. Uh, I know we asked Dustin what he wants his footprint to be, his stamp on the on the yeah. beer world. And now, as head brewer, yeah, you get a little bit more focus on that. Mason, do you have any goals or anything with the brewing or what you want your signature style to be or signature? Nice yeah. Um, 
So I'm kind of on the same page as Dustin with kind of the funky and wild stuff. Um, but to take it a step further, I um, have this idea of more like spirit driven beer. So uh, I would really love to do like a gin inspired beer using juniper branches in the uh, like in the hot liquor tank to kind of steep that and like trying some different things almost pre-mash just to it's like, like, it's like see very, what happens. It's not very like Norwegian yeah, farmhouse. Yeah, because I'd love to try and do the the stuff with the spruce. Filtering through the spruce right, or whatever. Yeah. Spruce or using spruce-soaked like water as the mash water. Or right. So like... They do that as well. Yeah, they do that as well. Um, but so like the tradition... I forget what the style is called, but there is a traditional style of beer from... Norway or Denmark or something somewhere in that area it's where they would or something. strain the mash. Oh, right so on rolls the, right off the tongue. On the bottom <laughs> of the mash tun, they would have like these spruce boughs, and they would then strain that mash through those boughs. Or maybe I'm didn't, thinking sati. Didn't dogfish do something like I, that? I, I believe sati so. came to my mind, but I wasn't sure what that was. Maybe it's sati. It's probably yeah. sati. So I guess like I would like to maybe explore some more like uber traditional, like almost ancient i guess style of beer and see what we can do with like modern interpretations of that yeah um but yeah i mean i just want to get funky and weird and you know change it up like of course we'll we'll always make ipas we'll always make lagers we'll always make things like that but you know i think it'd be cool to do something a little different you always gotta you always gotta have the beers to sell and then you gotta have beers for art you you, you gotta sell burgers so that you can make steak right yeah you know Mm. Nice. Well, and so I think we've found an approachable way to do it with the space that we have. Um, and literally what that means is to start off with just small bottle releases and not let it touch any of the lines and have to worry about dedicating any of that yeah. soft pieces to, you know, to our our funk situation. Um, but then literally just using, you know, some of these smaller conical fermenters that you can put on wheels that are like, maybe one barrel or something like sure. that and then just rolling them around um to where we need them uh yeah. in, the, in the basement obviously ooh, obviously away from our clean barrels but really the only i mean in my opinion um from what i've researched the only times that you're really gonna be concerned about brett aerosolizing i don't know if that's the word for it or like becoming airborne like is, active is fermentation, active fermentation yeah. is when it's being forced out of a barrel or something like that. Otherwise if aging, it's really not going to go anywhere, but stay in there. Sure. Um, and speaking about, so, you know, you, to get to those beers, we got to get to the beers that are widely accepted by the normie palate. And the beer we're drinking right now is temporal analog and absolutely bossing West coast. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Uh, temporal. It's uh, I I came across the name while I was reading a Vice article about um making a, a they the art the title of the article was like scientists have split time in two different spots, and I was like, what do you mean? Um, so I you know from what I gathered in that uh that article was literally just this name because otherwise it was over my head. But yeah, temporal analog being like a representation of the same thing in two two times. So it's like this is the Michael Jordan of our era. That's like a temporal analog situation. And 
given that, you know, like our mindset with these like uh, two, you know, modern and old style um, IPAs, that was kind of like the the enter into the beer world that I thought, you know, it made sense. But yeah, it's a it's a West Coast. It's again, like we were talking, it's, a, you know, a lot of West Coast hops, some Simcoe, Centennial, Cascade, all the the usual culprits. And uh, I think it's about 6%, 6 point something. Uh, I think it's seven, actually. Yeah. So it's a bit bigger. Um, again, the efficiency got away from you us. You guys are just too good at brewing. We are just very sweet boys. And we garner the sweet energy <laughs> of our mash. Uh, but yeah, so it's, uh, it, yeah, it, it plays very much like your, your modern West Coast, but it's a bit bigger. Kind of sweet a little bit, but that was just because... The mash temperature. What are the IBUs on this thing, West Coast? Well, the IBUs. I, well, I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. He couldn't tell me the IBUs. Like, like 60 to 80. That's the only thing that matters to me. I don't like that. IBUs are. You know, if you ain't got, you know, high IBUs, there's not a lot of hops in your beer. If it's yeah, not high IBUs, then it's that's just a parallel. I can't drink more than 40 IBUs. <laughs> you know, it, is, that, is that black IPA at 70 IBUs? No, right. that's just what a stout generally is. sir, has. I believe that is called a... Cascadian Dark Ale. Mm. Oh, it's me, Dr. Jordan Peterson. <laughs> <laughs> um, guys, we mentioned Blunder Busing. Yeah. Should Dang we it. crack it open? Well, it's not even the last one. Or, oh, are those both the Blunder Busing? No, no one we have a is, wee as well. Uh, Brightest day. It's a nice citrus. Yeah, drink. I don't. Oh, that's a good palate cleanser. It is. Do you want to do that say. first? And then, yeah, let's do that. And then okay. bust it up. Okay, okay. This uh, this beer, um, I we're I don't know how much I can talk about, but uh, so let's talk, talk about, about it. Talk want. about it on a podcast. Um, so it is a wheat beer that we are working on with the I believe the Norwalk Chamber of Commerce. Oh, the Norwalk nice. Chamber of, of uh, yeah, high profile people. Yeah, some some people that uh, may have been associated with certain superhero movies um you don't have to get into it we uh, yeah that's as far as i'm gonna go but uh yeah this uh this was made for them yep um and you will see more about it in the near future how near future when this uh, uh, when well, this is coming out in july well, they're having they're having themselves a soft opening on uh, the fourth of july oh really oh. are you guys yeah. going uh we'll, can i come we're they're organizing some kind of thing, so where we might be able to meet these individuals. Oh, associated. exciting! Yeah. Damn, this um, smells. Busting. I'll get to it. I gotta finish my IPA. Also, yeah. so everyone knows, Mason's sitting here, and he graciously hosted after D and D last time, two times ago. Two, I don't yeah. remember ago. Two times ago, and. Uh, I think I don't think you've ever met my wife before until that no, point. I, I had met Jackie before. Maybe she just wasn't drinking. I've never met. Oh, we, it was at the Renaissance we, no, fair no, no, where no. this happened. We, me and Jackie met at a Halloween party at James. That's what I, no, I met Jackie was, when was, I met Jack. She was, yeah. but I remember distinctly that I met her because she got mad at you because you and yeah. I started yelling at each yeah. other. Yeah, she uh, wasn't surprised by Mason that. Mason no, does it's, that. it's what we do. Yeah, oh yeah, I've got some hot button topics that can get anybody yelling. <laughs> but but it was at the Renaissance it's Fair. It's rather entertaining. Where yes. she was like, goodbye, said superhero's name. And I was like, I turned to her and I was like, 
Come on. You don't think he's heard that enough in his life? It was like so I, it's like a water-based superhero. Yeah. Well, and, and so like he's gotten this comment so much that even so even much. I'm annoyed about it. All now. the yeah, employees yeah, yeah. at Flix always ask me who is that guy that looks like said oh, superhero. Yeah. Right. You don't see it. Thank you. I love that. That's great. Uh, the thing that drives me crazy is like a superhero. Is he not that superhero? Um, actually, I think that makes him a superhero. What makes him a superhero? If you look like it. Well, yeah. The thing that drives me crazy about it is not that people compare me to him. It's that people act like it's never happened before. Right. They're like, yeah. hey, did you know you kind of look like so such and, and such? And I'm like, yeah, I get told every single right. day. So it's all in the approach. It's all in the approach. It'll happen. If someone says. I mean, have you seen me with my hair down? That kind of yeah. makes it all. And he if, also, he has this. Mason's got this really cool catchphrase. It goes like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Watch he that was, movie with said superhero. Oh, he makes okay. that noise while coming uh, out of the water. I, <laughs> I thought you while were doing While coming the, out of the what? I thought yeah. you were saying. Uh, water. I thought you yeah, were. And the Spanish word for water is. Agua. Uh, uh, okay, anyway. Um, so this is a citrusy wheat beer. It is. Yes. It is grapefruit. Um and lemon. Great do you guys use zest? Lemon. So we yeah. do use yes, zest. Yes. That's a yes and a zest. Okay. It's a zest. Um, but yeah, we use um, grapefruit uh, zest or juice and then lemon zest. And then just a, just a tad of extract for, for aroma. So here at Capco, we've kind of embraced the porque no los dos. Yeah. Uh, process where it's yeah. like, as a home brewer, I was like, if you use extracts, I will murder you. And now it's like, oh, they have their place, welcome right? Real, yeah, welcome yeah. to big boy. As long as, as long as we're not using banana extract or bubblegum extract, right. I we've think we're that. fine. Oh, oh, let me God. tell you about my newest beer. I want to collab with you guys on <laughs> the banana bubblegum beer. Are <laughs> no. using bananza yeast? Justin have you used and I it? never used. And then we're putting bubblegum yes. uh, extract. I used, I used I used bananza yeast once. We tried. You and I homebrewed together on it. I used it the second time on my first ever batch of peanut butter vibes. I took off six gallons. And I threw in bananas because I'm like, oh, like an Elvis sandwich right. or whatever. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Didn't I love taste the bananas. Any different? You had no. a lot going. On. That beer had a lot going on though. We made a. Do I fermented as hot as I could too? It was like 80 degrees. No, we no banana esters. We did a bonanza uh, uh, Vice. Yeah. And uh, it was per. It tasted like caramely banana bread. Wow. And it was very good. Oh, three, I love three banana vice bread. And, oh yeah. Mm. My wife is making banana bread as we speak. Oh my god! Yeah, the Only method was, was the methodology yeah, was a the little method strange. Was very odd. I don't understand it, but also, uh, you know, I uh, there are gonna, powers at play that that maybe yeah. I just. I'm sure it will be, be buzzing, um, especially because in Denver I had and I I never thought of doing this before ever. But we went to this brunch place, and for an appetizer they have griddled banana bread. Oh, and I never thought about just like a French toast like with butter. Yeah, just put butter on banana bread. And crisp it up. Crisp it up. It was oh. one of the most incredible things I've ever eaten. It was so good. Dang, Wait, maybe, I would love maybe. to take banana bread, but then do the French toast treatment. Oh, that yeah, would be good maybe too. a little dash of powdered sugar. I feel on like top. it would fall apart. Well, cinnamon though. banana bread. Uh, I feel cinnamon? like if you soaked it and then did that, it, probably it is fall pretty. Apart. It is pretty wet. Uh, I have a question about the, the wheat beer. Is yeah. this the same base as the honey wheat beer? Um. Yes. 
I mean, I, that wasn't yeah. a trick question. No, it Hun is. Honey it wheat is. is the base. It is the base. I mean, no we've honey. Just, we've you just... used the grain base and then did citrus, or is this that beer and then you added it a ton of stuff? It is the same beer, oh, okay, but then adjuncted, uh, you know, accordingly. Yep. We just honestly, um, we use a lot of our wheat for uh, all of our shandies, anything you know, cubby yeah. blue that goes it makes to the sense. ballpark. Just because, like, with our tank space, um, oh yes, please. Uh, with our tank space, um, it just makes sense to do that. Yeah. Just because, and also during the summer, being this a busy, busy time of the year, we're basically double batching it and sending it out mm -hmm. as shandies and then trying to keep as much as we can just for, uh, you it's know, courthouse. Just a core beer. Yeah. yeah. It's courthouse honey wheat, which there is honey in it. I mean, honey malt and honey, but yeah. it's yeah. a good beer. No, that makes absolute sense. We do that stuff all the time. It yeah. Flicks. Like, well, like, especially for our events and whatnot, right? We'll oftentimes just pull off, here's Nebulous with blank and name right. it something right. else. Yep. Well, when you have a base that's that good. Oh, yeah. Know, that is just like, especially like a, a, a nice American wheat is such a solid um, canvas well, yeah. it's, it's, for other especially flavors. For especially for citrus. Yeah, especially for it's, wheat. It's like, such yeah. a neutral canvas that you can kind of do whatever you want mm -hmm. to. Yeah. Yeah. Are you guys um, using 05? Uh yeah, O five. Yeah, so it's just it's two bricks, two bricks US of O five listeners in fourteen barrels. So classic, yeah. And I mean, that's we just we've we've just been doubling it because otherwise we can't get ahead of it. Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's that time of year, right? Well, I mean, mm -hmm. your guys' tanks are so big over there. It's like for those beers because I think it was developed in a way that they only had five taps when they opened. So okay, yeah, they were able to just double batch everything and just like split it between all those serving vessels downstairs. Right. It wasn't very well thought out, but it was also 1995 when they were building it. So yeah, it's right. like craft yeah. beer infancy type stuff for real. It was, it was, I think just around the second wave, it was actually 95. So that was near the end of the second wave. Yeah. That sounds right. It was starting to end. So mm -hmm. yeah. So like things were going to shit, but right. Anyways, whatever. That's some. No, I mean, whatever, it's cool. But. Hey, we can teach on this podcast too. I don't know if you know that. Yeah. Well, oh, I mean, because yeah. Court, Court Avenue kind of opened around the same time as the place. It's in a Hell bunch Del of places were failing. Yeah, like yeah, and like, uh, 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 Pete. Older listeners will remember um, Pete's Wicked Ale. Uh, Sam Adams was coming up at the same time. We were starting to see a bigger rise in contracted national brands or yep. re larger regional brands. And so when Cabco was opening, they opened in 96 is when doors opened. So they were working that in probably like 94, 95. Like yeah. that is when craft beer yeah. on a national level was starting to see a huge fallout. Well, well, it, also, yeah. don't forget that the beers at that time could still only be craft beer was still limited to alcohol yep. content, too. Oh, right. So, 100%. No, yeah. like, until I think. Almost the 2000s or in the early 2000s. It was, it was, it was like it early was, yeah. 2000s. You could only brew. 3%? 3.0. No. No, 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 no. It was five U something. Utah was down to three. Oh, but, no, yeah. it was, it was, I think it was like five or five and a half, which definitely was, obviously that was played up because. Right. Why wouldn't it be? But like it was five, five and a half. And then around when Confluence, so we're talking about like 2008, right? 2007. Confluence like, was at the end of high school. They just, they're 2010. Well, their 10 year was when we did the big collab with them, isn't it? So, oh, so last year. So, oh, yeah. so 2012 is when they opened. It was after it was. So then around like, so then probably 2010, 2011 is when like that, um, that law was passed that like definitely like opened up. Yeah. The ability for 
um, smaller projects to get yeah. off the ground. Right. And it completely revolutionized. I mean, let's go beer. back into the 90s and early 2000s. What are you, Raccoon River? Right. And Raccoon yeah. River, Cab Co. You always, had um, uh, Millstream. Millstream. Yep. Uh, Front Street, I think. Front Street, the probably, Quad yeah. Cities. Um, there wasn't much going around. There was, there's a um, Riverside or something. There's another one somewhere, and I don't know if that's east or west, I'm Iowa. just saying, it's like you could probably list them on one hand. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Well, you, I mean, you had like... Another, you know, an, an Iowan um, Fritz Maytag, mm-hmm. you know, in the late 60s. He no, bought, RIP to that, by the way. Yeah. Phenomenal dude. Like, his lis- listener, if you want a fucking awesome interview, look up the Master Brewers Association of America episode with Fritz Maytag. It's, like, probably five or six years old at this point, but it is extremely enlight- like enlightening yeah. it's extremely enlightening the man is very charismatic even in his like advanced age he's awesome to talk to very like not even just like technical knowledge but just like the historicity of everything that he's talking about is right. awesome um definitely look that up but in iowan dude, yeah. his yeah. family he, he bought anchor, shout out to, is that right yeah he bought yeah, anchor. anchor which i was saying r.i.p too because they just pulled all the way back to california oh, I see. oh they did yep that it was oh, just damn, recently. Their christmas ale love to do it yeah so i believe beer. that they're Same only time. they're the only killer. servicing california now oh damn well i mean they're they probably it, need we're to... in a weird pay like just like you know who isn't you know who isn't though good um new belgium with their beautiful IPA program. The Voodoo Ranger. The Voodoo yeah. Ranger. Uh, the most best experiment. Like, I think it was voted like best experimental brand. I'm like, experimental? Hmm. Are you sure about experimental? that? Experimental? <laughs> it's just a bunch of different IPAs. Well, I they mean, did the Voodoo Ranger in 1985. Some okay, people they put don't even. Fruit puree into some an people IPA. don't even realize that. Wow. I know not everyone is a craft beer drinker. You right. know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. they're trying to appeal to an uncraft market, and maybe some listeners aren't. Well, sure. all of our listeners should be. Yeah. I assume. But a lot of people don't realize that that is New Belgium. Yeah. They think yeah. of it as Voodoo Ranger well, Brewing because they've done such a good job they, at mark- separating yeah. New Belgium yeah. from Voodoo Ranger. And they're, they're I thought it was team. stupid at first. Well, and their marketing team. So I have a little bit of inside knowledge. Like, what a shill. I'm this not guy. a shill. Uh, I to turn around. Uh, shout out to Kyle Dickey. Uh, <laughs> my... Uh, good friend, uh, he works at New Belgium, um, and yeah, their marketing team is just going hard, and it, they've done a great job. That's honestly a, a, a very valid and bold strategy to do as a craft brewery is to like not craft make more. Yeah, not yeah, you're right, not craft, right. but like as a beer producer to like create <laughs> a sub brand essentially <laughs> for sure. You know, there's other people that are doing that on the state level too, and it's like it's very successful mm-hmm. because. We're all beer nerds here, so we're like, dude, I've cracked jokes at like parties about like things that I think are just like surface level, and people are like, "What are you talking about?" And I'm just like, "I'm too into my own bullshit, so I'm sorry." It's like, that's, that's a dumb joke. Don't worry about it. It's like it falls on its face, but we're we clearly it's all industry folk here. We we see things in a different way, but like. The Voodoo Ranger stuff is killing it. It's literally one of the best-selling brands for the yeah. last, like, two years. Well, yeah. when they first started it, I was so skeptical because I saw the original Voodoo Ranger. I was like, Remember oh, just Ranger? Ranger? Yeah, yeah, Ranger oh, IPA. Yeah. Just Ranger. And then it was Voodoo Ranger, and then there was an Imperial. I'm like, isn't this just going to cause confusion because you don't know which one you're getting? No. Little did I know that they're turning it into their its its own identity. It's There's separate action brand, figures, basically. Right. Yeah. right. I've got a Voodoo Ranger 10. Oh, my God. We know you do. Yeah. 
He's also he's a shell. He's I just shell. opened. I just opened the mini fridge behind me, and it's filled with fat tire. And he loves the new version. No, it's filled with Modelo <laughs> health potions. Yeah, health, health potions. potions of health. Let's talk about the next beer we're gonna have. This is finally the bus and bussin or whatever it's called. What's Bl- it called? Blunder bussin. It's pirate themed. Uh, <laughs> it is pirate themed. It is very pirate themed. Uh, you know, as the the weapon of choice of of a lot of pirates is a blunder bus. And then uh, we kind of, you know, transform the name to fit the younger audience um, with the use of the word bussin. Hey, can you define bussin for me? Bussin, um, colloquially, it's known to be um, something that is quite outrageous in flavor. Um, Something that when you place it in your mouth, you feel extreme excitement. And uh, and you feel the need to make the exclamation, sheesh, this is bussing. I believe sheesh. the origin of the word is when someone found a tuna salad sandwich on a bus and ate it. <laughs> saying, Wait, for real? Sheesh, sheesh. this is bussing. Yeah, right. No, not for real. Oh, I don't know. I you have, you have a degree in linguistics. Right. That doesn't oh, mean that knows means the I story know about all the time. I'm excited about this. <laughs> I'm well, you think saying, because you have a degree, you, you just know I mean, everything? I knew it was a false story, but I mean, yeah. we don't know where the freaking... I don't have a college degree. You would, do. You should be smarter I would say you have an almost degree in theater. Why don't you I would, tell me about fucking Shakespeare? I have Shakespeare. an associate's <laughs> degree in theater. It's a piece of paper that says I did something. It I have a piece of paper nothing. that says I did something, too, and it literally means nothing. Yeah, except for the fact means, I moved to Portland, Oregon, and now nothing. I love beer. I'm part of the uh, pipeline of, of theater students to brewers. Yeah. I'm not one, but I'll high-five you for it. Yeah. Yeah, yep. they should really start teaching a brewing 101 class in theater school. <laughs> right. Yeah, because, uh, be a- it's you or Dustin, me, and then isn't Zach from Lua also a theater major? All right. He may have done something with theater. Yeah. Uh, that's I thought, what I've I heard. He did. If it's there theater are, history, him and I are going to have a high five later. Theater theater is like a feeder program. It's a, yeah. For brewing. Yeah. I, uh, it's just you guys are weird fucking out. nerds. We need yeah, to get back to weird nerds. When you get back into this beer, I just want to shout out. That was actually a pretty good definition of bussin. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was joking, though. I knew what it meant just for the audience. Because yeah, I, it was James more... used the word bussin earlier when he was talking about Earthbound that I didn't get a drink tonight. But Well, it's not just like flavor, though. It's just like something that is like. No, it's generally extraordinarily impressive. Like that's bussing. Normally, it is for food. There are other words for things that are bussing that aren't food and food related things now. Right. And I don't remember what it is because I that I'm banana not bread well. was slaps. bussing. It Shout slaps. out Emma. My the banana wife. bread was bussing. Slaps. It is a uh, what's cop mean? It's no cop. No, no, cap. Cap. no cap. No cap. Oh my god! Oh, he went no from explaining bussing to not now he looks like a dumbass. Yeah, now yeah, you really but do. cop is actually another cap. thing. No I cap. Know, no cop I, is not a thing. Yes, it is. Yes, it is to cop something. Let me cop something. What? Oh, to cop. When I was in middle school, right? No, but you had a leftover chicken nugget on your tray. On your leftover chicken nugget on your tray, someone would be like, "Can I cop that?" And you'd be like, "Yeah." No. Yeah, talking about the but way cap, that no, it's like cap police is to lie. Just take right. No cap, no cap is straight right. truth. No lie. On God. Right. Okay. On God for cap. real. On yeah. God. Low key. Yeah. No, for real. For low real. key and high key are over. They've been over for no, a while. No, that's still going on. Not on the TikToks. Are you sure? Yeah. I thought I what saw is, on the TikToks. What is TikTok but a fucking Chinese? Spy organization? Spy organization. <laughs> it it's a mind flare, bro. Don't even think about it. Hey, yeah, don't when think about it. When you're engaging in the TikTok. Yeah, don't oh, think Jordan's about it, but then back, follow, follow Capco on TikTok. I believe it's 
Capco. It is Capco. <laughs> yeah, we need to get back on our TikTok yeah, I, game. I, I, uh, you I've had a great one you for the uh, cup of coffee in the cup morning. Cup of coffee in the big town. Right. The big town. Cup of coffee. I don't just want to make it macho, like Randy Savage TikTok, but like, gosh, the like when he's he's like pulling creamer out of his sweatpants, he's like the cream always rises to the top. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'd love to do a TikTok on that, Enigmatic but you know, what's that right. ABB on this blunder busing? It is. Then, yeah, tell us about the rest of the beer because we got uh, it's almost eight percent. Yeah, it's like a fruity chocolate. Tropical stout is the style. Little roasty. Yes. I noticed. Yep. I noticed that. Yeah, like it. It presents Some as coffee. like roast, Can like coffee you? with no coffee so, in it. So when we were talking about like uh, you know low ABV, all this sort of stuff, did you guys end up using lager yeast for it? Because the Caribbean tropical stouts, I guess, mostly used lager yeast, but then the ones before that used ale yeast. So there's like a big yeah. conversation we, now well, on which they, one we just you used do. ale yeast Histor- historically. So it kind of came out kind of came about about the same time as IPAs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, South Africa, uh, the, the African coast, uh, you know, the Caribbean, Caribbean, they were just trying to find something different uh, using local ingredients. So I think the yeast that they used was more, what do, what do we have on hand more than anything? Right. But yeah. I'm kind of talking out of my ass. No, like, so yeah, yeah. I, we, we almost did a tropical stout a little while ago with Hazel in we ran out of time to get it done for both mm-hmm. of us, but like there's big controversy right now on what yeast you should use. And then I went, well, that's technically not a stout. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then, right. And that devolved into a different conversation. It's technically more of a porter. For sure. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, well, no, it, I meant even it's the if same you thing with Baltic porter yeast, too, right? It's not technically a stout. Baltic porter is in that same ca- that's category. That's what I where said. It's like, yeah. Where it's like, yeah. oh, traditionally it is lager yeast. Yeah. Um, for our interpretation, we just, yeah, we just used USO5. I would have also used ale yeast of some yeah. variety. I think it was actually, it was a blend. So I think because it was so big, I threw three bricks at it and it was two bricks of 05 and then one brick of 04. Yeah, it's just, just the internet's upset. Just because that's what we had. But. So, uh, producer Nathan coming in here hot. Oh, no. Uh, Blunderbussin, I'm really enjoying this. Uh, I have a question. Yes. Yeah. It honestly is kind of reminding me of a black IPA. Am I on track at all? Comparative wise, or like, why? Why do you think I could be making those connections in my mind? Um, I think that maybe some of those roasty notes yeah. that are coming through uh, may you may perceive them as a little bitter. Yeah, yeah, uh, and that may be where you're getting kind of like the pale ale right. aspect part of it. Um, but I mean, at the end of the day, they are a similar backbone for sure. Um, I mean, if we would have taken this and added hops to it, we very easily could have called it a black IPA. Right. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. So it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't dry hopped or anything like that. But yeah, I would agree. I think that level of roast is what is so similar to a black IPA that, um, you know, like in that way that as far as prominent flavors, uh, you know, I think roast kind of outcompetes hops sometimes. Yes. Jack with the yeah, hand up. I raised up. my hand. Jack I, with I was, hand up. I was just going to like pitch it up because it has a, like a nice fruit mm-hmm. fruit ester characteristic and that's, that's also that. helping towards that black because when i tasted it i was like oh it has a lot of roast and chocolate a yeah. lot of dark chocolate yeah. in there too right. but like that fruit character that it has i could see that as like potentially seeing that as like a hop character and like when black ipas get old that's just yeah. an american stout baby right. Yeah. right right when that hop character fades you know all you're left with is just you know the slightly bitter yeah. but you also need all of that bitterness to like balance out like the sugar content right in some beers like this so i mean in that those fruity esters you know probably can be attributed to that brick of 04 that was in there as well yeah. uh i mean it was fermented at 
mid 70s so like low 70s 70 it is well and because i was kind of trying to drive for some of that because of um you know just the idea of the fruitiness of you know that you can get with the back end of coffee sometimes yeah getting some Um, of that nice dry or like dried dark fruit for sure it reminds Um, me of a berry like um not quite blueberry like like currants and um oh yeah yeah or like I a get, chocolate covered acai. I get like date. some like dry. Acai, there, yeah, yeah. I was, was going to yep. say date. Like like a good dry date is what I get out of it quite a bit. Couple dry dates in my day. <laughs> <laughs> How'd that go for you, Mary Man? Hams. <laughs> just got hams. It's back. Hams. They were here for the recess. It'll but. make a dry date right. wet. Get I some hair. I don't think it loser. will. Yeah, put it in your hair. <laughs> put it on your balls. I miss you, Deb. Please come back. <laughs> if you're hearing this, if you're listening to this craft beer podcast, Deb, <laughs> please. If your name's Deb and you know which Deb you are, <laughs> comment in the comments. <laughs> Let us shout you out, Deb. If you ever had a dry date, then <laughs> perhaps you were never. He's truly Kermit the Frog. Yeah, why is Kermit here? Miss <laughs> <Ms>. Piggy. <laughs> <laughs> All I eat is beef. Kermit only eats beef. It's me, Dr. Jordan Peterson. (laughs) All I eat is beef, and then I go into a coma for two and a half years in Russia. I wake up with beef sweats. I am beef sweats. I'm slick. Help. I was was born in the beef sweats, molded by it. You know, right, I, have a real, I have a real question. Yeah. yeah. For Jordan With Peterson. With this beer, since I work <laughs> in a movie theater, what movie do you think this beer pairs best with? And is it Pirates of the Caribbean? <laughs> Which I mean, one? yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> is kind of the obvious choice. <laughs> Hear me it? out. Hear I me out. Yeah. <laughs> I'll pitch mine first. Okay. Treasure Planet. Oh, Treasure uh, the Planet. most underrated Disney movie it's, of all time. I, I Not true. But absolutely. No. Atlantis is also a good underrated yeah. one. What's Wait, the is most Eldorado? Is that movie? Eldorado? No, is not Disney. Okay. It's also okay. an amazing movie. Yeah. Oh. Fox and the Hound anyway. is underrated. It just makes people Treasure cry. Treasure Planet. It makes me cry. Treasure Planet. Yeah. Underrated, underused, futuristic, right? Chocolate yeah. Stout kind of based in the past, but it's starting to become oh, new. Okay. That's what All right. I'm not okay. saying this is the beer. This is pairing. This so are is we like, talking about retro pirate futurism? Yes. All right. I love That's it. And this great. beer hey, pairs Fallout, perfectly with it. Bethesda, make a pirate Fallout. <laughs> no, let's do a They're D&D campaign. <laughs> That's not Fallout. I know. They need to do another Fallout. They, they, need, like, they are doing another Fallout. Pirates. They do not need to make it a fucking pirate thing. That'd be awesome. I'd be down. Six. Yeah. No. Skyrim 6 isn't coming until 2032. It's never coming. They're gonna just gonna keep re-releasing Star. Star. What they got? Starfield. Bethesda. Starfield. Yeah. They're gonna edge until they have to come. (laughs) (laughs) But no. Does anyone have a better answer? Jesus, his favorite uh, word. Treasure Planet. Treasure Planet. Uh, Maybe Muppet Treasure Island. What's the Muppet Treasure Island? Same story. Black Flag. Oh, wait, no, we're talking about movies. Hey, no, you can Uh, take it there. Take it there. That's a great movie as well. Black Flag means death. The hit TV. Oh, that's a great show. Yeah. How about the uh, last uh, sale of the Demeter or whatever that's coming out? The oh, vampire pirate movie? I thought you were what? about to say freaking. Uh, yeah, it's a Dracula, yeah. But it's on a ship. Guys. Oh. Dracula. 
Your mom got him. Got him. I need to go on one side tangent. I know this is the Cab Co podcast. I want to talk about your beer, but in Nolans. 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 Vampires are a thing. Yeah, dude. And Jackie and I. Have you never seen True Blood? Have you never seen no. Interview with a Vampire? Yeah. Wait, oh, like they're both a, in no, no, the no. South. Yeah, but I meant right. like people who identify actually, as vamps. We, yes. Yeah, emotional okay. vamps. Yeah, that's not weird. emotional oh, vamps. That, what do you mean not emotional? I worked no, at they drink Emotional blood. vamps are a There's thing. like blood bars. Energy vampires? No, no, listen. Yeah. We went on a little like haunted tour. They're talking all about vampires. Jackie's telling me, filling me in because I've never watched True Blood. I've okay. watched Interview with a Vampire watched, when I was like episode, 12, was and I was confused of why I was so horny when I was 12. <laughs> I have a tattoo. You know what I mean? That movie. Oh, Jesus man. Christ. Oh, Brad Pitt looks great in that movie. I mean, all of the Brad ladies Pitt look great, great in that movie, yeah. too. Movie. Well, when I saw yeah. it, I thought it was a little gay. Oh. Did, it was that just me? <laughs> That's quite bold and brave. It wasn't. Uh, anyway, it wasn't just anyway, you. Anyway, vampires. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did you guys so, get bit? Are you no, vampires no, 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 no. Now? We were sitting at a piano bar, chilling, <laughs> hanging out. No, I saw Jack life. in the sun. Yeah. This lady comes up, says, "It was my sister's twenty-first birthday yesterday. Yeah, I'm stuck here because my flights got delayed, but I'm originally from here." Two more people sit down next to her on Ooh. the other side. Story changes for those people. Different story. What? And she's gone. She's a head vamp. to toe. Head she's to a toe. Vamp. All the way. Everything. And ever since this haunted tour, I was like, she's talking about these people just with like the, the fangs on certain teeth and different teeth meaning different things for vampire stuff. Okay. And, and then I, when she starts changing her story, I'm like, what is going on with this lady? And she opened, I watch her laugh, and she lo and behold has one fang on the right side of her mouth in the back. Fake, obviously. Okay. Fake or oh. implant. So, so I do have a question to, to to continue this this part Did of the conversation because I'm you? I'm fascinated no, now. So. But here, James, you might know this because your wife is a very vampire, uh, heavy woman. They mean different things. Uh, Did you just call my wife heavy? <laughs> no, <laughs> I didn't. I'm sorry, they came out poorly. Grace, you're perfect. She's I love into that. vamps. She is uh, not no, heavy. she's very into she's vamps. Knowledgeable on the vamps. She, uh, what what is it my about my wife is a babe? What is, what is it about the South that like has immigrants. this this lore of vampires? It's immigrants. It's Im- like people moving there from other places. Like Why do you have to lo- make it political. Is that political? Well, if we like, get rid of the immigrants, like of, we don't like, have uh, no more vampires. Romanian, Transylvanian, the, Transylvania. Transylvania is not a place. Well, it's a lot of the slave yes, it trade. Is. is it? It is. Okay. It's a lot of the slave trade. A lot okay. of everything so. else. It made it for an easy targeted audience. Yeah. Okay. So interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's but, fascinating. But then that couple hears this story. We're vibing with this lady. The couple yeah. next to her leaves. Are you used to trying to fuck her? <laughs> huh? We weren't. It. You'll get there. Oh, oh, I'm sure. So, Hell yeah. she said. <laughs> so then out of four love after dark. <laughs> so then out of nowhere, this group of like six. Oh, like no. Let me tell my story. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm six intrigued. like older dudes, maybe like 50, 55 years old, uh-huh. go up and be like, "Oh, we, uh, we're not from in town. Where do uh-huh. you think we?" Sh-? And these guys were not in the building or anywhere near her to hear this story from her. To know what was going on. Their okay. plans. So they come up and they go, hey, where do you recommend we go listen to music and stuff? And she's like, oh, this area. I can go with you. And she got up. Uh, they paid her tab. And they all left together. Oh. Dude, she glamored them. She's a vampire. Yeah. yeah. No, we think well, it's like she chose we the think ones they took that back struggle to her much. cold. Do you know yeah. what a glamour is? You got to find the weakest link. Yeah. Do you know what a glamour is? Yeah. It's minor magic that vampires use 
to make people do other things. It's like this cast, woman think, is a vampire. I think she was a vampire she cast, escort. She cast her in person. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. I think she was a vampire escort. Oh, so she was purposely bringing them back to. Oh, uh, so she was like the gentle vampire. Yeah, she's playing Maxwell. Of she's vampires. a Renfield. Sorry. She was a familiar. She's a familiar. Or so, she, she's a, uh, a she's in the thrall. Sorry, we were talking about a pirates. Thrall or familiar. The yeah. only reason this got brought up is because we were at a pirate bar called Lafitte's Blacksmith Shop, which is Heck actually yeah. an old blacksmith shop turned yeah. into a bar. Fun fact about pirates: I am the exact dimensions of a beard. We don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. I'm the exact dimensions man. Also, we don't say blacksmith anymore. It's a uh, wait, 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 what? <laughs> wait, 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 what, what is it then? <laughs> then what is it? Then what is it, James? Enlighten me. I just spit beer everywhere. <laughs> I mean, Whitesmith isn't any better. <laughs> James, can you stop? We're recording. It's a privilege class. <laughs> it's African American. <laughs> <laughs> I think I spit beer on you. No. I got a beer on your box, Mason. It's old. This old box. My nose hurts now. It was there. It was there. It's dumb. Guys, wonderful conversation. Love you. Kisses all around. What is coming up here soon? What can um, we look forward to in the Cabco sphere? We are in the heat of festival season, as you know. Um, so, I mean, other than just some beers that we're producing, you know, for some festivals or things that we'll have on at the same time as festivals, you know, we got a Gatorade Sour coming, or excuse me. Uh, whoa, a whoa. Ga- whoa, yeah, Dimensional's whoa. coming for you. Gator Made. Oh, I we I spoke to Shane about it. I I got an, the an electrolyte sour. An electrolyte sour. Yeah, there you go. I'm on I, the board yeah. with him. I'm going to report him on Friday. I, I'm going to report you. When we were at the Barntown Get Down, I was like, Shane, you went to the Barntown Get Down. I poured for Andrew. Yeah, oh, yeah. At right side. Um, and so yeah, because Capco, we didn't we didn't make it. Yeah, Flux didn't um, invite it either. Uh, but that's okay. Uh, so when we were there, I was speaking to Shane, and I was like, Hey, have you guys done? a certain flavor of this electrolyte drink. Yeah. Um, and he was like, yes, but do it anyway. And I was like, I won't do it. He's so chill. Love those I was like, I, I literally won't do it. You know, he's like, no, I want you to. And I was like, okay, big kiss, Shane. Love you. Shane Knipper. Shout out. Shouts out. Literally a very good friend. I talked to him a good amount. Yeah. I talked to him as much as I talked to you guys. Yeah, Shane is a. I wish he was closer. Yeah, I was like, he's he's definitely someone who, if was closer, we'd be, um, hanging out. I feel like we'd be crushing Modelo's, the yeah. number one beer Health in potions. the nation. Health potions, or at least I. Would the, like I think to... it's the D and D sponsored drink of our D and D group. It, it, it is. is. It, it is only is. because. It's delicious. It's got a fighting spirit. Well, it's delicious. It's easy to drink, and you don't get hammered, which is great. Shout True. out. Neil Blair, who's the only one in our party who's not here. Love Neil. Hey, Neil, if you listen to this, because I know you listen religiously, I love you, man. Comment in the chat. We all love you, man. Uh, love your you, favorite Neil. spell. Neil. I, his favorite spell? Eldritch is Blast. Eldritch Blast. Yeah. I don't just think that's him. actually his favorite spell. He's just I think so it's just useful. what he uses a lot. Or what's the armor? Uh, armor of Agathus. Armor of Agathus. But He's anyway. always casting that. Yeah, you're right. 
Anyway, back. You got you got the you got the electrolyte sour. Yeah, electrolyte sour. You gonna barrel age it? Um, and we don't have plans to. Um, will you think about it? I will. I'll give it some hearty thought, and then I will, still won't do it. Can you but, barrel age it in a uh, Gatorade bottles? And by barrel age, I mean <laughs> bottle age it in some Gatorade bottles. Yeah, so we'll put it. Well, actually, you're gonna bottle condition the Gatorade right? bottles. Right, <laughs> and we're actually gonna throw little uh, oak spirals into the bottles as well to give it some of that, you know, oak age. Oh, um, so you have had the oak age Gatorade that came out last year? Uh, I mean, I hadn't, so I, I thought I was doing something Phenomenal. novel. Uh, no, I mean, like I thought you were taking a beer spin on that because, like, Gatorade really came out out the gate with that stuff oh it's fitness to spin yeah for sure but yeah so festival stuff we'll be at uh sour feeling sour um on july 8th are you guys going up yeah we'll be there um and then we'll bring our tums and our antacids nice and uh you know our omeprazoles that's the guild festival up in waterloo it at is. single speed yeah. correct yep at single speed it's a cool time yeah it's fun uh last year someone was a big brain in it and uh brought a gumball machine full of oh, tums oh that's so good did they like, charge for it they i they did not charge oh, for it oh they should have they could have made a uh, ton of money we also had the benefit last year of being right next to Shane from dimensional and as soon as they our they had a high life yeah, right. I was like, as soon as our tum tums were kind of messed up from all the sour beer, uh, he was like, "Do you guys want a high life?" And I was like, "Big kiss, Shane. Thank you." It, it sets you right for like it does an hour. Yeah, and then afterwards, yeah, gastric, gastri- yeah, uh, gastric distress is what it was. But I think me and Dustin were probably having a bad time for a week and a half. After. That's yeah. always on a week. So uh, Lucas and I, Lucas, the assistant brewer. At- Oh, he's not assistant. He's just another brewer flex mm-hmm. production. I don't know what to call. Brewer right. seems like it's underselling him. And then production brewer sounds like underselling him. And assistant brewer sounds like a slap in his face. But right. shout out Lucas. Uh, the right. one that does most of the actual work because I'm busy <laughs> on a computer. Um, Felt he, that. Uh, yeah. Head of, head of production? Yeah, head of production, I would say. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, but, uh, he, him and I always split two different events, but he always goes to Brews, Brews, Brews on the Beach, which is the same day, and I clearly, think. Clear yeah. Lake. It sucks that you have to choose between the two events, because I've heard both of them are excellent. Yeah. So, I mean, I maybe next year we'll do that. I don't know. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that, and then we'll be at, uh, I think, the Drink Local in Cedar Rapids. Mm. Um, some of the nice home brewers from the Iowa Brewers Union. Nice. Um, came by to Cabco, and I, you know, I got to taste some of their their Italian pilsners. Um, one beloved style. Yeah, the one I chose was actually <clears throat> fairly bussing, as you would say. Bussing. Um, quite bussing. Not an Italian. Accent. Well, yeah, and then yeah, and then it, uh, yeah, it was a fairly bussing. I can say that as an ex-Italian. Former Italian. Yeah, I'm a former Italian. It's a whole, it's a whole thing. Yeah, I'm newly Hawaiian. That's a story for um, Morloff at night. For sure, for sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, newly Hawaiian here. It's our once a month Patreon goal that we don't have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we'll be there at the Cedar Rapids uh, Drink Local. And then we'll also be at the Amana Colonies um, for that. So we're kind of... I'll be there. Yeah. So we got, you know, kind of a... Um, a, you know things to prepare for us especially the fair we'll have a bunch of beer at the fair yep. uh, at the iowa craft beer tent because you have root beer there too right? we have root beer there too uh we make all our sodas in-house root ginger beer. beer and root beer root beer root beer no yeah don't root do beer. don't do root beer 
I'm Mo Groovier, no. Yeah. Uh, That's for all the kids that look at memes. Right, yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, so... <laughs> The yeah, so those festivals would keep us busy. Uh, we had we're sending beer to Ragbri, we're sending beer, um, some seltzers to a different thing that the Iowa Craft Beer Tent. If if you're going to something that's uh, at the Iowa Craft Beer Tent somewhere in the next week, and you see a bunch of blueberry mm. seltzers. That's what I'm talking about. I don't know what event it is, but there will be blueberry seltzer. There will be beer seltzer. Yeah. Guys, where can we find you? Uh, on social media. Social media. We're on locally, in, we're personally. on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on Tiki Talkies. Um, What's your address? Uh, actually, it's a it's three oh nine Court Avenue. Nice. Um, interestingly enough, uh, we're there. we're in yeah. the yeah we're in the Saddlery Building. So we're across from the. Uh, Former form, spaghetti form, works. Rest in peace. They had a body count, dog. Hey, the spaghetti didn't work. Yeah. You know. Too many people overdosing on the vodka oh, sauce. No. I'm betting it was the salad bar that got more people than the spaghetti. Yeah. I don't know. I heard I heard that they would like wash the pasta from the buffet and then reuse it the next day. Yeah, I don't, so, I don't know about that. I heard they lost their money and then I mean, you got to save dollars where you right. can, honestly. You I'm sure I'm sure that they ran a nice establishment and that uh the ambulance Why are you that, trying to be nice because the they're gone? The ambulance that we saw there once a month collecting the bodies Dustin, I, no, no, no. I guarantee the you the spaghetti works people did do not listen to this podcast they don't. okay i don't care, even care about the spaghetti works people the average age of someone going to the spaghetti works is probably someone that's closer to the fucking well yeah. no the, the, it was no, either no, no. like it was either high schoolers high school yeah. prom it was or people that were like yeah spaghetti five feet in the grave spaghetti yeah, works yeah, yeah. had such an impact that we posted a job opening for court avenue yeah. and three people talked about their first dates at spaghetti works and i was yeah. like oh man but are so you going weird. to apply some very like, i saw that yeah from the spaghetti works, right though. no i'm talking yeah. about these old no somebody, somebody was like i met my first husband at well, spaghetti it was works, like they and he's Dead now, <laughs> and it made like I said, the ambulance like, is probably for the old people. Weirdest thing. <laughs> Her divorced like they, husband too, well, by the way. It was yes. like they saw Court Avenue, and they were like, "Oh, just jobs in general at like these twenty businesses that are there." Right. And there's like, my husband, right? Eat spaghetti. Hey, if you're, <laughs> and I miss him. If you're old and you listen to this podcast, I'm shocked you found us. And two, I love you. Yeah. And also, right. if you yeah. have an opinion on Hydrox versus Oreos, shout out in the comments. <laughs> yeah. And did it turn you into an atheist? Because that's totally what it did to me. And that guy took it seriously. So Hydrox yeah. or did did Oreos turn you atheist? No, Hydrox did. Hydrox did. Even yeah, the guy Hydrox, took it very seriously. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. No Even comments the- about my Jewish pastor, but. Comments oh. about the Oreos. Well, he was not quite Jewish until correct. Later. Yeah, uh, he neither, was a pre-Jew. Oh, it's like neither was the I have big a real dog, question. Right? <laughs> I have a real question. Yeah, real answer. Yeah, and right now. Touch me. Yeah, <laughs> right now. <laughs> what's your favorite beer at Cabco, and why should people come drink it? Uh, my favorite beer at Cabco right now. Um, I would say, or something that I drink frequently is Radiant Bloom. Um, we drink that quite a bit. It's it's a low ABV, right? So that's just 
you know, in order to keep working. Do they need to get there soon to drink it though? Uh, yeah, there's yeah. like, there's like, uh, maybe three kegs left, four kegs left. So come by down. the time this comes out next week, come down and get some, um, you know, drink it on the 4th of July, you could pound this beer all day. You can. We also have, we also have this grapefruit beer on tap right now. Um, uh, what was it? Brightest, brightest day, brightest day is yeah. what it is. We just named it. So that's why the name escapes me. Oh, it's but, a Green Lantern reference. Yeah, it which is. Green Lanterns um, do. I say Dark Snake. What is uh, Mason? What's your favorite beer on tap? Uh, I mean, Radiant Bloom is what I've been drinking the most of. Um, I I'm a really big fan of Blunderbussing, though. I think that if I were to narrow it down to my favorite beer, it would be Blunderbussing. Uh, I love a good stout that is unadjuncted, and I think we we nailed it on the head. I think we did. Shouts out to to Mason for continuing to push me as well sometimes we get a little tired oh yeah we get a little burnt out that's the funny thing that i was talking to nathan prior to the podcast uh the first time i was on the podcast we were talking it was at ibest and we were talking about burnout and i was like yeah man i know what it's like and then i became head brewer and i was like i did not know what it was like in fact i did not know it's a real thing it's a i mean it's a whole i mean it's I enjoy the challenge, but it is a new set of challenges that were just different. So, yeah. you know, it's snake eating its own tail. And just so the audience knows, they hate this podcast because uh, he definitely didn't listen to our episode about burnout. <laughs> yeah. What a it's jerk. True. Know this guy. Burnout. I listened wow. to your episode. Yeah. About thank burnout. you. Yeah. Mason. Thank I was you. too burnout. I like the <laughs> I, I like the more love yeah. episodes. If you guys ever need a guest on there, give me a holler. I will be there. Holler, holler, shot caller. Well, yeah. it'll be all the this things that got cut. The actual factual Vorloff hour. Yes. Welcome. And by welcome, I mean reverse Goodbye. welcome. Goodbye. Goodbye. Well, you can find Cabco at Cabco Cordev Brew mm-hmm. on multiple social media accounts. Okay. You can find the Vorloff hour at the Vorloff hour on multiple social media accounts. You can find me on my personal account. Oh, I'm not going to tell you. Now? You can find Jack at his personal account. And I'm not going to tell you. It's Flix Brewer Jack, and I do promote it every now and then, but I don't really don't hear. You can find Nathan on his personal account. You can find Dustin and Mason on their personal account. Yeah, Cabco. Yeah, Cabco. At Cordav Brew. And you, know you could find the Iowa Brewers Guild on all of their social medias at Iowa Brewers Guild. Yes. Mostly on Instagram. That's where they're most active. They do not hide that at all. Um, are we, we are sponsored ourselves? by the Iowa Brewers Guild. Jack is now part of the establishment. He is part of the Iowa Brewers Guild. We're taking Guild. it down from within, y'all. Woo! Comment in the comments what you want me to do to them. Yeah, because he will do what you tell him to do. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please remember to like, subscribe, share with your homies. Please, we are begging you. We're trying to get even further up the ranks of the Iowa podcast. You know how many there are? There's so many. And we want to be in the top 10. Please help us. Please, God, help us. You, know, we might you be can in do the, top the 10. best by liking every episode. You can do it by sharing every episode. You can by doing it just by word of mouth. Okay, word of mouth. Download on every single podcast platform. Yes, you can download. find us on all of them. Download us on all of them. Do it. Do it as Jack says. Jack will go fucking Nathan says get done. crazy. He'll go. He will go. He's the ta- producer. And he seducer. will go taxi driver on you. I'm talking. His wife is going to have a baby before this shit. is over. Okay. 
I want to see us in the. I want to see us in the. He's going De Niro on us. I want to see us in the top ten before Nathan has his child. That's like next week. You will get us in the top ten. I swear to God. This has been a production of the Vorloff Hour, the official podcast of the Iowa Brewers Guild. Special thanks to Andrew Hoyt for the intro music and Balanced Scale Media, LLC, for our sponsor segments and outro music. Find the Vorloff Hour wherever podcasts are found. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. If I eat all meat for a year, then I'll be healed of my lust for women. I miss my dad. I can't wait till this all get cut, but I, I'm really appreciating it. Yeah, right it's, a, uh, it's a fun bit. <laughs> but no, that wasn't the case. It's just a banana enhancement. Yes. Yeah, I I, I have a prescription for banana enhancement. <laughs> <laughs> Men should not be eating bananas as they look like cops. <laughs> yeah. Shut it's up, for George. This, for this bananas. Sponsored by Dude, if we could get any sponsorship, I would put it on my head. <laughs> my hair won't grow back. It's been too long, but... <laughs> we haven't left the bedroom in a month. And it's just like a rocking bed. It's like... Don't you guys have jobs? <laughs> I've reached Climax 83 uh, they times, have four hers, but they never have released hers. my semen. I'm shooting blanks. It's so funny with the hymns and hers commercials because the hers is like, do you have depression? Yeah, yeah. 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 And his is like, you want to get hard? Right, how's your dick? <laughs> how's your chair? How's your hair? Take this. <laughs> you don't even have to see a doctor. Right. Just really leaning into the toxic masculinity Put that has played this country your head, for so idiot. long. <laughs> I'm sad. Take hers so you're not a sad lady. Right. Your cock soft, right? Because you'll never get a man if you're sick. <laughs> you ever Take wake hands. up completely sober, but you still got whiskey dick? <laughs> then take him. <laughs> hair of the dog pills. <laughs> Pubic hair of the dog. Yeah. My cock has been rock hard for a week and a half. <laughs> it's too bad this isn't being recorded. Right. I gotta wear black jeans because I'm dripping. Yeah, I should go to the doctor, but that's gay. <laughs> My insurance only gives me one visit a year. <laughs> I, oh I go to the doctor to give him a chunk. <laughs> My dad always told me to suck it up.